I don't even want to get into that shit. I fucking hate Russ. What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the KC Cast at 3.17 a.m. That's when we record. We don't give a fuck. My name is Carlos, a.k.a. Carl Jamps, a.k.a. Sammy Ravitch. I'm here with my co-host. Yo, what up? It's your man's Kyle Miner. Uh, we're here with the second episode of the Casey Cast, where we're going to be talking about some recent news within within the rap game. Um, and, of course, we're going to go into depth about the new J. Cole album, KOD. And uh, we're going to start off by talking about Kendrick Lamar and him winning um, his first Pulitzer Prize for his last album, Damn. Well, the Pulitzer Prize is... Uh... It's it's kind of a big deal that he wanted because it's uh, the first non-classical or jazz album to win this, uh, I believe, ever. Uh, John Pulitzer, he was a rich dude. Uh, he worked in newspapers and he, uh, I don't know exactly how he created this award. I just know that the award honors newspapers, magazines, literature, musical composition, all those kinds of arts. And the award, the award is still physically is a gold medal. This is, it really is, it is kind of a big deal. Uh, I don't think "Damn" is a classic by any means, but um, it, it's nice to see a hip hop album uh, receive uh, such uh, such honor. I think it's great that a Compton artist received this. So, I mean, Kendrick really deserved it. He's not really just an artist. I, I mean, he. He is. He definitely deserves it. I just don't know if Damn is the one that deserves it. I think if To Pimp a Butterfly won it, I would be a lot uh, more comfortable with. Nonetheless, it's it's a very big deal. Yeah, so let's congratulate Kung Fu Kenny on this. This is a pretty big step in his career, even though he always goes above and beyond with his albums. This is a very major, this is a big step in the rap game. This is the first non-classical album to win the... The Pulitzer Prize. Something else that uh, happened with another one of the hip-hop heavyweights. It's uh, OVO Sounds on their Twitter account. I believe on Instagram and other social medias. Posted a picture of uh, Drake wearing a jacket with the words Scorpion, June 2018. Which seems to be the name of his new album. Coming, uh, He didn't give a exact date of release or anything. That's all we have for now. Drake, coming out in the same month as... Uh, I guess we learned after that uh, Ye, Kanye West, was also releasing album in uh, June 2018. Yeah, yeah through, a, through a series of tweets that uh, Ye's been putting out, which Ye is my favorite artist, so this is good news for me. I actually saw this when I was sitting in one of my stats classes, one of my last classes of the semester, and I saw, I saw his tweets saying that he's going to release an album, a solo album, which consists of seven songs. He's releasing um, an album with Kid Cudi, and he's also releasing, or not, he's not releasing, but uh, Tayana Taylor's releasing another album in June as well. Yeah, it seems like everyone in good music uh, has got something going on, and uh, this, I guess the timing is kind of weird. Drake might, I mean, Drake could be very well releasing his album sometime at the end of June, that doesn't mean like he's gonna release it exactly June first or June seventh, like Kanye said. I'm pretty, I'm excited about this whole uh, Kid C Ghost project with uh, Kid Cudi. My, uh, as you may know, Kid Cudi uh, may uh, he, he 
it was a big part of what 808 uh, heartbreak uh, was. So we may be uh, expecting more of that same uh, kind of sound, uh, or maybe some. It might be some more like R&B uh, related uh, music rather than your classic just hip hop Kanye. He's never been like a straight rap artist. He always kind of revolutionizes uh, what he says. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get uh, Drake and Kanye albums on uh, during June, during the month of June of 2018. Kanye's solo album that consists of seven songs is coming out on June 1st, and then he also tweeted me and Cuddy album June 8th, which is called Kid See Ghost. He tweeted, that's the name of his group, and then Tayana Taylor, I don't know if you know who that is, but she was the lady who danced in the Fade video, and her album is coming out on June 22nd. And Pusha T is releasing an album on May 25th, which is sooner than his solo and collab projects. Yeah, it's definitely a, a very good music kind of time. A lot of new uh, music releases from Kanye. We've been waiting since 2016, since the life of Pablo. Um, he's also been tweeting a bunch about his Yeezy apparel. He's got new Yeezys coming out. He's got the Yeezy slides, which have been taking a lot of criticism because it looks like they're made of Play-Doh. But it's Kanye West, so they're going to sell. They're very, very ugly. Yeah, a lot of his shoes are ugly, honestly. I honestly haven't been crazy about any of the new Yeezy stuff. I like, I like the Yeezy, the Boost, but, like, anything other than that. I mean, he even tweeted a picture of, like, the heels with the kind of baggy leg stockings instead of what the fuck with, cro- with the skull crossbones. And then he tweeted directly after all those pictures and said, all you have to do is be yourself. I, I'm a big fan of the Air Yeezy 2s, which is the, the Nike shoe. I really like the way those shoes look. So I don't. Kanye abandoned abandoned her Nike though. He's I, all I, Adidas now. I just. I love it looks like his new, the slides are solely Yeezy. I don't think they have any sort of Adidas contribution. And the same with the dad shoes. I guess you'd call them. They don't look like they have any sort of logo or. Yeah, the seven hundreds are like, the way I look at it. I think uh, Yay he. Uh, he is a dad, after all. I think that once you get to a certain age, you start liking like those dad shoes for some reason. Honestly, they're pretty fucking ugly, but people are going to buy them. Yeah, they're going to sell. The Yeezy 451 early prototype he just released a picture of, and they are horrendous. I really, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not crazy about those uh, Yeezy 700s. I like uh, the boots from Season 3, I believe. And I, I like the Yeezy Boost, uh, the 350s too. The 700s are just, I don't know, they're just difficult. Uh, I think Balenciaga has a, a similar pair of shoes. I never liked them. Uh, they just, they're just they just bulky and look like they're made out of foam. But you're right, uh, it is yay and he's going to sell shoes. Anything he does is going to sell. So you can hate all you want. It's not going to contradict his sales. All right, uh, do you want to get into this uh, Vince Staples interview? Uh, you probably saw a little... Oh, uh, with about... How about uh, R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah, let's definitely talk about Let that. Let me uh, give you a little bit of background. Vince Staples, uh, he had an interview during Coachella, of course. Coachella uh, has been happening last weekend and then this weekend. Uh, he was talking about his marketing campaign for uh, Get the Fuck of My Dick with a GoFundMe page where he said that if he got paid, if he got... 
like uh, to two million dollars with the GoFundMe page, he would basically quit rap. He would just retire, buy a car and a house, and just stop rapping, and he'd be set up for the rest of his life. During the interview, uh, he brought up the fact that uh, he got he was on probation, but after he would get off probation, that he would be able to like drive and do all these things, and then he would just take the money, the two million, and run. He got to. Um, I said, how much he got? Uh, he got a significant amount yeah, of money. To, I think almost to the the full amount. Yeah, he, I I know he got over fifty percent of it. And, uh, right? and uh, but I mean, he knew he wasn't going to get the full two million, which is pretty much the reason why I put it out so there. So I believe he donated the money to charity, which is what I expected out of him. Well, well, I think GoFundMe, you don't get the money unless you get the full amount that you. Well, whatever he, he for. whatever he had, he. But I mean, I. There's probably a way to still get the donations because people, if they put it in in the first place, they're going to be willing to give it up. I don't know who hates Vince Staples enough to donate that. <laughs> I think really because I think he makes pretty good music and I think he's more of a gangster rapper. Well, the the big thing about this interview is uh, he brought brought up R. Kelly because he was talking about being on um, probation. He said uh, he basically said I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, R. Kelly never went to jail for being a child molester, peeing on people. Uh, running a human trafficking ring in Atlanta. He said, I'm a good person, why should I go to jail? Uh, he he been, he went on a little bit of a rant about uh, R. Kelly, which is, you know, I don't, I don't blame him for it. R. Kelly is not someone uh, with a very good reputation that basically... I mean, yeah, he's got some decent songs. He has a free pass. Person, as a person, I don't... He's not the greatest... He's not a well, if you haven't seen this interview, it's on the Coachella YouTube page. It's about f- five minutes. Uh, you should seek it out. It's it's very interesting always to hear Ben Staples talk about anything. If you know Ben Staples, he's very straightforward. He, he does not give a shit. He's going to tell you his opinion no matter what you think. Uh, ben Staples, uh, you know, he was uh, on probation, but he was about to get off. Someone else that wasn't on probation, but might get off, political prisoner. Bobby Schmurda, he's got a, a parole hearing scheduled for August uh, 2020th, which is uh, two years before finishing his uh, seven-year sentence. If the parole goes well in August of 2020, he could be out by December 2020. Uh, Bobby Schmurda, he's been locked up uh, since 2016, I believe. Definitely one of those uh, talents in hip-hop that we didn't get to see their full potential. I mean, we got his his first song, his debut, the hot. Na- Bobby Shmurda came out with the Shmurda dance. You know, that was a that was a hit during the time we were dry on music, and he kind of snuck into the game. So we had a uh, we had that we had a uh, Bobby bitch. Uh, we had computers. Is he locked up because of drugs or not drugs? Because of guns? I'm pretty he, sure they pieced together. I I believe they pieced together the lyrics from his song. Uh, hot, hot guy, and uh, he, uh, they basically just piece, they piece that shit together, and uh, he, they just, I don't know. I think he also got in trouble for other shit. Uh, Bobby Smart is not uh, like a, an angel by any means. Uh, he definitely has his uh, fair share of uh, trouble. Well, I wanted to talk about this. I might cut this out of the podcast, but uh. I don't know. I mean, I edit the podcast, so I do whatever I want. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to bring this up for a reason. So, uh, uh, Danielle Bergoli, a.k.a. Bad Baby, a.k.a. The Cash Me Outside Girl, a living, breathing meme. 
she literally was a meme, and now she's famous and making a lot of money. All right, money. so she was nominated for the fe- as a female rap artist for the Billboard Awards. Now, I want to give you a little background again. The Billboard Awards award people that get on the Billboard charts. Somehow, someway, she sold enough to go platinum on her song, uh, High Bitch. Which it, I've never heard. Well, listen, the, the thing is that she did sell enough to go platinum. Like, you don't just sell... A million copies. Middle schoolers. This is... You can't go around and say, oh, well, uh, why is she famous? She shouldn't be famous. You guys are making her famous. Yes, we did make her famous. We make... I mean, we make everybody famous. You don't just go platinum by accident. That's all I gotta say. And basically, you guys play yourselves. Like, yes, she got on the charts somehow, some way. It may may not be you that did it. It may not be me, but someone did it. And she, she got on there. We just... we. We played ourselves, man. Like, she, like I said, she's basically a meme, and uh, she sold enough copies to get on the Billboard Awards. And there's not too many female rappers that get on Billboard. Uh, she's there together with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, which are completely, you know, these are like, uh, these are rappers as opposed to her, which is someone that just. Appeared on Dr. Phil one time, and then people started making her popular. Yeah, I mean, she literally appeared on Dr. Phil because she was being, quote-unquote, disrespectful to her mom. I don't know, it's Dr. Phil. You've all seen the the episode. I don't know. I mean, she was definitely being disrespectful. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, Danielle Brigoli is not... She's clearly not, like... I mean, she's a kid. And you can't just blame anything on, like, oh, they're just kids. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, she's doing better now than what she would have done if she never got famous. So. Well, I mean, if you have... I guess we could say that If you her. have a chance to make money somehow on doing something, that probably doesn't take that much. Effort. I mean, I would love to be rich and successful like that. Not, Maybe not the same way that she came about it, but to where she's at now would be nice. She's definitely set up for... For life, she has more money than I do. Yeah, and like I said, she went platinum. Uh, that's more than a lot of artists can say. So uh, we wanted to get into this uh, J Cole album. It's, Cole. it's been a, a topic ever since its release on 420, which was really a good marketing strategy for J Cole because 420 people are gonna be smoking, listening to music, and we haven't had a J Cole album since For Your Eyes Only, which was 2016. So. Nearly two years we haven't had a J. Cole album, so this was a much-needed album. The promotion for uh, what is now known as K.O.D. was basically non-existent. I believe on the 16th, uh, he announced an event that he was going to hold uh, about an hour later after just announcing it. Uh, some like ridiculous amount of time, uh, which would seem impossible. He asked for no press, no camera phones, and anything that... Uh, Anything that would make you be able to uh, get get distracted and not like enjoy the music in its pure form. The album is uh, K.O.D. Uh, he explained that it has three different subtitles. Uh, Kids on Drugs, King Overdose, and Kill Our Demons. Uh, he claims that the album was recorded in two weeks. He claims that he went back to it after he already finished it because he wanted to make the perfect album. And he said that it's a message from God. It obviously came out on 420, like you said. Uh, 
No features except for the Kill Edward feature. There's a lot of speculation about whether of Kill Edwards. Well, before the release, we had a a video released by Smoke Perp saying that he was going to be on the album, which is more of like an indication of a song previewed at rappers like like him in the song um, 1985. But there's... A, as of the whole album, there is no features except the Kill Edward, which really isn't a feature. And all of his past, the two albums before that have both gone platinum with absolutely zero features, which is a pretty successful thing to do. Well, I'm going to keep it real with you. I really like uh, 2014 for Seals Drive. I don't like, as a whole, I really like that album. It's very coherent. I did not like For Your Eyes Only that much. I thought it was... I don't know, it just seems, it was just kind of boring at times, and I didn't really enjoy many songs on that, I didn't really, I couldn't really get into it, and I, I couldn't tell you many songs that I enjoyed from For Your Eyes Only, so, I would definitely say that 2014 Force Souls Drive is one of his best, I mean, For Your Eyes Only, it was, I don't know, I feel like he was reaching too hard, it was still good, it's a nice J. Cole album, but, yeah, I think 2014, even after the release of KOD, I still think that 2014 Forest Hills Drive was one of his best. You do think it's superior? Do you think yeah, that... Do you think, yeah, I think do so. You think that it's, do you think that this will like grow on you and become better on Forest Hills Drive? I think it's just more relatable than any anything else. I feel like KOD is more... He's trying too hard to be intellectual. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It has it has good connotation. It has good meaning behind it. But I think people like relatable music. And 2014 Forest Hills Drive is pretty much trying to relate himself to being a normal person, considering his life before he was where he's at now. I think uh, my problem with Four Guys Only is that it was a little too preachy at times. KOD's, I mean, all his songs are preachy. Well, I, I was going to say KOD suffers from this a little bit, but not as much. I feel, I don't know what he's trying to get at. I mean, we all, we all know he's a top tier rapper. He's not a SoundCloud rapper. He's just trying to be so spiritual. I don't, I don't know what his intentions are. I mean, I like his music, but I just feel like he's trying too hard at times. Yeah, and I wanted to um, go a little bit in depth through these like not every single song but maybe just some of our favorites i know uh the intro song uh, i enjoyed um nice way to introduce the album but it kicks right into kod which i really really like kod is probably one of my favorite songs in the album i like the album overall as a whole kod's top three i think i like 1985 the most just because He's addressing the new era of SoundCloud rappers, and he's not really hating on them. I'd say that he's just more of trying to help them in a sense that they're just trying to be there in the moment where he's trying to help them stay around stay around for the long run. Because if they really are there for the moment, then he is right that they're not gonna they're gonna turn out like someone like Bow Wow or Soldier Boy, and they're gonna blow all their money while they have it, and then once a few years pass by, they're not gonna be able to have, they're not gonna be able to make any sales, and then they're kind of gonna go bankrupt. Well, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I like 
I like some of the SoundCloud rap and like I like dumb rap and I like smart rap. I like I like the conscious shit. I mean, we all like both of like them. Party. We like the bangers. We like the intellectual stuff. We like the relatable stuff. It really just depends on our mood. But maybe two years down the road, when I'm 22 years old, maybe I don't want to listen to Smoke Perp anymore. Right. And that's, I think that's one of the things that, like, uh, I always think of that as, like, this album, at the moment, I like it. But how, how am I going to feel about it, you know, a month from now, a year from now, or, like, five years from now? I've already listened to it three times through, and I'm already kind of tired of it. I, I like I said, the first part of it I really enjoy, up to uh, where mo- motivate I think. I like motivate. That's a good song. Kevin's heart. I don't. I really feel like that's he just kind of created that song just to have the title, kind of be more involved. But after yeah, after Kevin's heart, and from there on out, except. The last two songs, the outro in 1985. I don't really even know what those songs are trying to reference. Yeah, Brackets is a very boring moment in the album. And I actually really... I like the cutoff. I don't like uh, Friends. I hate, like, this whole Kill Edward thing. I don't really like the whole, like... I don't like his singing voice. As a, I think it works more as a whole, like, as a coherent piece of art. As opposed to just song by song like only like songs like atm kod 1985 they work by themselves maybe motivate as well some of them only work in the context of the album as a whole is kill edward his like alter ego that's what that's not really another person so the album technically is feature all him yeah it's feature free kill edward i'm pretty sure it's his alter ego i'm pretty sure that's just well that's what it's the it's, god of the album who's in control. It's hard not to tell that it's him. I can hear him in Kill Edward. Yeah, I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I can see it. It just sounds like it's sl- a slowed down version of him, which he does in all of his albums. Well, what I was going to mention about this album is that I really love the production in it. I think this is uh, probably one of uh, Cole's best produced albums. Most of the songs are self-produced, I think, except for Kevin's Heart which actually is produced by T-Minus, a Canadian producer, as well as uh, Mark Pelly. He is uh, the singer-songwriter from the band Magic. I don't know if you remember that song. Uh, Why you gotta be so rude? Really? Yeah, that guy actually co-produced Kevin's Heart, which is not one of my favorite songs in the album, but there is a little bit of that, as well as uh, in Friends, also featuring Childish Major. Uh, a, a rapper as well. He's not very well known. He does have an album that I, I kind of enjoy some songs in. So, like I said, most of the uh, producing credits go to J. Cole. As you may know that he self-produces most of his stuff. And like I said, I I love the production on this. Uh, that is one of my favorite things about it. Rather than the content in it. Um, I love the way, uh, I guess, the songs come together. Uh, and I, I, I don't know, I just love the beats. And uh, I really like that, that about that, about the, the album. I mean, overall, I think the album's good. It's a J. Cole album, it's nice. Yeah, but like I said, I've listened to it three times through, and I'm kind of tired of it. I mean, like the K.O.D. song, that's that's more of a banger. I can, I can listen to that daily. But everything else is more of like a, more like a preach, I'd say. 
and I can't really listen to that every day. Well, I like, I really like uh, KOD. I like ATM Motivate. Uh, I love Window Pain because of you know, J. Cole just drops like straight bars in it that I really love. In 1985, I don't know, I, I'm, I think freestyles are like my favorite form of hip hop. I love a good freestyle. 1985, uh, definitely a great freestyle. And like you say, he addresses some of these new rappers. Not criticizing them, just kind of giving them like a little lecture. Um, I don't think J. Cole is like a super aggressive rapper. Uh, I think he can be, but I don't think he doesn't uh, project that on his music uh, a lot. Uh, not anymore, at least. So, yeah, KOD. Overall, uh, if you had to rate it from, uh, let's say, five stars, what would you give it? I'd easily, I mean, I wouldn't give it any less than a four. I mean, we expect J. Cole to release a five-star album, but personally, I don't think he's a five-star rapper. He's very intellectual, but I, I'd give it at most a 4.5 out of 5, just because it's got a couple songs that lack, that are just kind of filler, fillers. But I mean, overall, it's a good album. I appreciate it. I didn't expect... I mean, we got um, some hints from him a few days before the announcement where he was on social media and he kind of changed his headers and profile pictures to the same thing and people kind of realized he was up to up to something and then he announced that he'd be releasing the album KOD on 420 of 2018. What about this strategy of like not promoting this album at all and like getting like you know these like Spotify like streaming records for 4.2 million streams. I think that's kind of the whole point though because the album is really indicating that he's kind of one of the best, so he's really going to show that he don't have to promote his album to get top sales and go platinum, which, I mean, he's going to go platinum. We all know that. Everybody's listening to it. If if he can rap about being the best and then go platinum without promotion of his album, I mean, that does go to show that he is one of the best. So this, um, another thing I wanted to touch on is this 1985 song. It's actually the intro to another project that he's coming out with, apparently called The Fall Off. I hope this is coming out soon. I would say it'd have to come out within the next month or so. Or, Well, I mean, he's going to give people time to listen and interpret um, KOD, but he's not going to wait too long. I would hope not. That wouldn't make any sense. Yes. Wait more than a month or a couple of months or so to release the follow-up project. I'm just thinking of how much artists change. Maybe it's maybe it's only like a yay thing, but you know, like when we first heard about like what eventually became the life of Pablo, uh, you, we heard all day uh, and like only one, four or five seconds, which are completely different from what life of Pablo is now. Uh, and he even changed the life of Pablo as the album was already he's still changing I mean yeah he's still changing it I don't know about as of today as of today but over within the year after it was released he still is actively working on it just because he's a perfectionist well yeah if he hears a flaw he can't help but to fix it that's what I'm thinking like if he if this project doesn't come out soon the fall what 1985 is as an intro to a new project it's probably not gonna work in whatever else he's coming out with. Right. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's already working on it. Maybe he's already done with it. Uh, we don't really know where his mind is at. I would, I mean, after he released uh, For Your Eyes Only, he announced that he wasn't going to be working on any music for a while. 
I mean, nobody know, really knows how long a while is, but that was two years ago. So I would say that he's already got something finished, and he's just waiting for people to interpret and kind of, I would say, get bored. Probably wait until he goes platinum, and then he's going to release the follow-up, would be my guess. I mean, I don't know. I wish I knew, but I, I, I really can't say. I mean, yeah, we've had a lot of SoundCloud rap recently, which I don't mind. I love a good... A good trap beat. A lot of I like people coming up, but I'm definitely in the need for some nice, nice uh, lyrical rap. Top, yeah, lyrical rap, top tier rap. Which I was happy to see that we're getting J Cole, and of course I'm really happy to see that we're getting Kanye. Not only are we getting a Kanye solo album, we're getting a Kanye Cuddy album, which is probably controversial because. Over the past couple of years, before Kanye deleted his Twitter, him and Cuddy were kind of going at it, which we really can't tell what that's about because we're not them. We don't know what's going on there. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what what his solo album's gonna be, and I'm really excited to see what's what's gonna be on the the Cuddy album as well. I really would like to see these like quote unquote real rappers um, go like against the the more mumble rap uh, kind of guys. I want to see what, I guess, how that uh, how that would work out because you have, like, you have your real rappers. Uh, you have your Kendricks and your J. Coles and maybe even your Drakes, which at, maybe at the time when Drake was coming up, you wouldn't consider him a real rapper. But now that you don't have the alternatives, like the real rappers... Drake just fits right in with like those, you know, the I guess the regular hip hop. Drake always comes in when we're real low on music. He'll always find the perfect spot to release a song. Cause every song that Drake puts out ever since nothing was the same, I feel like every song he's put out has went platinum. I mean not obviously not every song on an album, but every single release will go platinum. I don't know what Drake's doing, but whatever he's doing, he's doing it right. And like I said, uh, like I said, people like him even now become the alternative because you have, you're in this world of like the little sands and the little pumps. I mean, don't get us wrong. People love the the SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, and like I said, I enjoy some of it. I just I like to see competition. Whenever yeah. Kendrick released Control, and he called out every single rapper, you know, he wanted to get somewhere with this. He wanted everyone to be their best. I mean, there's a difference between trap, trap music and lyrical music. I mean, with the rappers nowadays, we have Lil Xan. His name is literally a drug. So, like, people who are actively using these drugs and and whatnot, they're not gonna be able to release music that are as lyrically intense as someone as J Cole or Kanye or Drake or someone of that sense, yes. or. Someone like Kendrick, you're never going to be able to get to a level of Kendrick. It's kind of hard to get something coherent out of people that really is hard to expect anything out of. Right. And like I said... They're just here to make some good sound and make you turn up too. Yeah, and like, I guess you can also find like a balance in between. But I don't know, we'll see what happens. Like I said, uh, overall, I'm I'm happy where we're at with this uh, music releases. It seems like a lot of like hip-hop albums are coming out that... A lot of people have been, I guess, waiting for. We've been kind of in a drought for a while. A lot of trap music has been basically taking over the charts. But, you know, Nicki comes back. 
you know, firing like hard shots. J. Cole now uh, also back as well. Uh, Ye back, Kid Cudi back, Drake back. Like, all these, you know, uh, I guess uh, very popular artists that maybe we don't pay as much attention nowadays. Uh, they're they're here. I mean, they're, they never left. But they... Uh, they still have a lot to say. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna bring something up about Young Metro tweeting a picture, a picture of him holding up a piece of paper that simply states, "Russ is whack." I don't even want to get into that shit. I fucking hate Russ. Yeah, I mean everybody. I don't know. He makes good sound, but he's really Russ reaches so hard to go out of his way to really try to be the best and he's not a top tier rapper he fits into the description of a soundcloud rapper except he's not addicted to xanax i guess i don't know i don't really i don't fuck with russ you at can all. be corny like drake you can be corny like j cole or you can be corny like him like there's no room for him to like say like the shit that he says and i just think he sucks honestly i'm not really crazy about him all right, so I think uh, that's that's going to do it for this week on the KC cast. I hope you guys enjoyed this little talk. And uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at AirCarlos97, as well as Instagram and on Snapchat, CarlosJMZ. All of that information will be in the description. Uh, Kyle, I know you got some social media. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for giving us a listen if you actually are listening. Um, this was a definitely much needed podcast because of the new J. Cole album, which nobody really anticipated. Um, if you want, I mean, I could really care less if you follow me on Twitter. It's, uh, at KKyleMminer. Um, Instagram, I don't even know my name, so you're going to kind of have to reach for that. But, uh, I just want to thank you for listening. If you actually listened all the way through. I really enjoy doing this stuff. Um, hip hop's really something that I I put a lot of time into. So if you listen to this, we're kind of in the same boat, and I appreciate it. Um, I just want to thank you guys for coming out, and listening for another New Music Friday. I know it's not Friday; it's actually 3:55 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday, and me and Carlos are out here getting it. You know, we're a little tipsy, but you know, this is just what we do for fun. So uh, thank you guys for coming out and listening. If you actually listened all the way through, we appreciate it. And uh, let us know what you think so we can kind of work on it and get the best podcast out there to you guys. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll leave. Uh, if you go on my Twitter profile, you can click on our iTunes uh, page where you can leave us a review. A five-star review really helps out to basically get us up on the charts. That's, a, how, that's how the analytics works. If we get five-star reviews... Uh, or even if we get any kind of reviews, it just gives us something to look at. Alright, so uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, my name is Carlos. Uh, over there is Kyle. Alright guys, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, good morning.
pussy. 